You're listening to the Big Finish podcast. Release date: eighth of August, twenty twenty-one. All right, don't get your knickers in a twist. I heard you the first time. Honestly, nag, 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 nag. A migration of the seraphim. Fantastic. Hang on, that's not right. What are you doing there? Talk about the long way round. You'd be quicker on a pogo stick, unless this thing's stuck again. Hello, who are you? Hello, Nick and Jamie. I'm Nick, he's Jamie, and welcome to another slightly slimline UK summer podcast. Oh yes, hello again from me, for the final time I think, for now, before Benji takes back over. But coming up this week, once again we'll be diving straight into the Randomoid Selectatron, where we randomly Mm. select a random big finish, random release, and randomly give you a random 25% random discount on it, as random as usual, isn't it random? Thou art sick, the invisible worm that flies through the night. Ah, he added a few of his own randoms in there, I like your style. Uh, Following that, we'll be delving behind the scenes with The Ninth Doctor Adventures, starring Christopher Eccleston in the historic second box set of adventures for the first Doctor of the new Doctoroo era. I'm loving it. I'm having a ball. And to round things off, we'll be giving you a 15-minute drama tease of the first 15 minutes of The Ninth Doctor Adventures Respond to All Calls. Girl Deconstructed by Lisa McMullen. You've got to admit, it does have a touch of the Scooby-Doo's about it. Nick. Yes. The Ninth Doctor stuff is obviously very exciting. Yes. And because, I, you know, we talked about it secretly, hadn't we? Probably naughtily when we weren't allowed to for <gasps> a long time before it happened. Yes. And there, I reckon there was a bit of you and possibly others at Big Finish that thought it might never happen. Oh, that's true. So how much of a shocker was it to find out that you were actually going to be doing it with Chris? Well, I mean, uh, a shock sort of makes it feel like a sort of instant thing, but it was a long process. And the last bit of it was me talking quite a lot to his agent about stories and Mm. things and suggesting ideas and the kind of thing that he would like to do. And I had a few ideas which they weren't so keen on. Mm. And then I said, well, what would you be keen on? And they said, well, this sort of thing, that sort of thing, we want to be, we want to make it, um, what they said was that they wanted to make it very much forward looking and very positive mm. and energetic. So I thought, oh, I see. So I wrote the, I wrote the first 20 pages of yes. what turned out to be Ravagers, straight off, sent it to them. And uh, his agent got back and said, this is amazing. This is exactly what we want to do. Mm. And I said, well, that's because you told me and then I went and wrote it, you see. Yeah, I did last of me. Yeah. <laughs> I said, oh, I mean, this doesn't happen much in the entertainment industry, I think. You know, you ask people to write something like that and they yeah. go, yeah, and then they do something else. You go, no, and then you have to spend 15 months getting them to do it the way you want. But, you know, I, I did that crazily, ridiculously simple thing of doing as I was basically asked. I, I remember. And I'm not, and then, I'm not blowing smoke up your pop shield, hmm. um, but oh. he, he has been extremely... Um, kind and positive about your scripts and stuff isn't it which he was really nice about it yeah and he keeps saying it i've heard it on uh, on lorraine on a radio thing i've seen it in writing so that must be nice i mean in a in a ego stroking way uh it is i I think you know we're uh everyone in all fields we all of us 
are, are looking for one main thing in life, in everything, in everything we do in life, in going mm. to the shop and walking down the road, talking to our partners, to our family members. We're looking for validation. Yes. Aren't we? Yes. Well, some ch- c- can I give you some f- additional validation in that case? <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Uh, Space 1999 oh. is another thing which you've been working on. You wrote the the opener for in the same way as you did with uh, uh, the Chris Eccleston one except I didn't say to you uh, what I want really is a positive <laughs> forward looking thing from the moon blast- blasting out of Earth's orbit um, but but it's again really important to have these things in the right pair of hands isn't it because you you know you can put a great idea in the hands of a writer that's not quite the right fit for something and it can just go awry uh, yeah, so I suppose good so. Job. Good job on Breakaway, thank you, setting the thank tone. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, we ought to play you the trailer for that, just in case you haven't heard it, folks. From Big Finish Productions. This is Earth Orbiter Station 1 Controller to Eagle Shuttle 4409. You are cleared for departure to Moon Base Alpha. Right now, for all you space enthusiasts out there, it's Space 1999. I'm detecting a spike in vital signs. Coffee, Commander Koenig. Mm. Oh, yeah, sure. Thanks. Welcome to the program, Commissioner. Very happy to be here, Petra. <sighs> My big moment. Paul! Paul Morrow, is that you? Commander Koenig! The pilot's out cold. I got a total computer shut down here, Paul. Something hit us. <laughs> oh, Victor. Oh, it's good to see you. Ah, he's breaking through, John! Stun him! But I've got another astronaut sick, just like the others, just as hopeless. How many more people are gonna have to die, Simmons? Paul! Commander, there's a problem with Eagle 4 on approach to Sector 2. Break away immediately, that's an order. Break away. Moonbase Alpha, 13th September 1999. This is Dr. Helena Russell. Put me through to Metaprobe Commander Alan Carter. What's this? Not making house calls anymore, Doctor. Sector 2's exploding! My God! It's like they're watching us. The moon and the Earth are safe. People are dying out there, John. Recall all eagles. What exactly happening out there? Find out. Can we get through Moonbase out? It's only us who might get our socks blown off, Simmons. Space 1999, Breakaway. There you are. I'm sorry mm. about all the seagulls here. They're big fans of Space 1999. They're just going crazy at every mention of it. <laughs> yes, I was trying to think we're of almost... it. It's the, if only the craft in Space 1999 weren't called eagles, but were called seagulls instead. Seagulls. Seagulls, <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um... You know, this whole business about you have to be realistic about what you are and aren't good at. And, um, you know, some people listening might feel that I'm not. Um, But uh, that's what you have to do. The things that, you know, when I'm in this position as creative director, you know, my job is to give the best support to anything. And if I feel that I can offer something that will make it get it off to a good start, then then that's what I do. But on so many occasions, I think, no, 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 we'll you know so and so will be good for this yeah. you know and uh, you know and it's it's part, so much part of the job and i think probably your job at anderson entertainment is working out mm. who are the right people to deploy in the right situations who are the right horses for the right courses absolutely 
Yes, and this is an excellent horse for said course. Is um, Alan, you and I have been working on uh, on another Anderson thing, haven't we? <laughs> Top secret Anderson this thing. Fluttering my fan here. Yeah, yeah. This, it's uh, it's yes, been uh, rather fun and exciting delving yes. into old characters. Can we say yeah. that? Yes, and hopefully that will be coming up at some point, maybe next year, do you think? Yeah. Probably, yeah. I guess we'll be recording later this year. And <gasps> that's only. Yeah, well, that's exciting. Uh, and uh, yeah, so any, any Anson fans out there, um, I'm not sure you'll be expecting it. No. Uh, but it's sort of a natural fit, I think, for what's been happening recently. Is that fair? I'll stop saying things. I'm giving away too much. It's, be- it's beautiful tease. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm well known for beautiful. It. It's beautiful. I'm tearing <laughs> up. Shall, shall we move away from this Anderson banter and go to something more random? Yes. Which I suppose could be Anderson, but probably won't be. So that means that it's time now for the Randomoid Selectatron. <gasps> okay, twenty-five percent, twenty-five percent discount. I'm sounding like Count Arthur Strong. <laughs> uh, here we go, and it's Dark Shadows, the Poisoned Soul by James Goss. Oh, clever oh. man, clever man. Yes. Well, and now listen. This this has got Roy Thinnis in it <gasps> from The Invaders. But he was also in Doppelganger, wasn't he? He was in that Jerry a weird Anderson movie. Coinky yeah. Dink, as Dad would say. Is that what he used to say? Yes, yeah. He had a few weird phrases like that. Coinky Dink, cut a long story sideways. <laughs> uh, some other stuff. Um, All right, a friend of mine, Keith Barnfather, says the best thing since sliced cheese. Right. Interesting. Yeah, and also I had a, um, a a cardiology consultant who used to say casualty and not casualty. Ooh, yeah, I had to stop being seen by him. <laughs> he said, "Well, you'll just have to present yourself to casualty." <laughs> this is little joke. Sounds a bit really. like uh, Toast of London, doesn't it? <laughs> a bit Matt Berry. There's some mispronunciations. Yeah, so uh, Roy and Doppelgang, there you go. So I can highly recommend if you uh, like a bit of Roy, then, um, yes, Journey to the Far Side of the Sun, also known as Doppelganger by, by Dad, is a good one. But this also, it's also got Nicola Bryant and Lizzie Hopley in it, I see. Uh, uh, yes, Nicola Bryant, who, you know, Perry in Doctor Who, and Lizzie Hopley, who's a great actor and done loads of fat, and t- really on a real winning streak with her scripts for Big Finish at the moment, actually. Um, by the way, here's, here's the trailer for Dark Shadows, The Poison Soul. Dark Shadows, The Poisoned Soul. I've heard talk of wild beasts roaming the grounds of the school. This is nonsense. (laughs) Is that you, Pansy Fay? Are you there? Oh, I'm here. I'm back, Charity. You've left me alone all these years. I thought, I hoped you'd gone. You had stolen my body. Ah, you're in trouble. Something nasty's coming. Explain yourself. Pansy Faye's always been inside you, but now there's a cold wind blowing and it's time to wake up. Does great evil come upon your dear little school? Oh, Rose. Thou art sick, the invisible worm that flies through the night has invaded thy bed and does thy pale life destroy. (laughs) 
I'm gonna dance for you. Gonna dance your casa. I always thought it was amazing with Dark Shadows where they get these old star name American actors mm. that, you know, maybe their star had faded a bit. Yeah, but when I saw that Roy Thinnes was in it, you know, I just, I just, the invaders. I just, it just seems incredible that Roy Thinnes has been in a big Finnish production. It's just an amazing achievement. Who, anyway. Who, who is the most astonishing guest star to you? I'm not saying in terms of their star quality or whatever but the, the one that's absolutely most surprised you that you're able to get well i think it, uh, i just can't remember the actor's name now but she um uh, lisa bauman got her into mm. something and i can't remember her and she was i can't remember her name but i remember she was one of those old sort of like rank starlets yeah and of course much much older now yeah. but came in and was absolutely super i wish i could find out her name and I just, and because I knew her from several great movies that mm. I absolutely adored, real old black and white movies. Yeah. And she came in and she was in a big finish, you know, it's just like, like a time machine had, had arrived. And yeah. it was just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. There's also another actor in, in uh, Dark Shadows, whose, uh, whose name I now can't remember, who used to be in a, in a soap opera called Falcon Crest. Do you remember that? I don't. American soap opera. It was of all those ones. It was actually um, oh, it was David Selby. Do you know David Selby? That rings a bell. The name. Yeah, an incredible actor. Uh, he yeah. Oh, well, we got Nicholas Parsons in Terror Hawks. Oh well, there you go. that was quite a coup, I thought. For from for the Terror sublime Hawks. to the ridiculous, I absolutely. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, he's he's uh, uh, eighty years old, David Selby. Goodness me, still going strong. There you go. Good for him. His middle name is Lynn, by the way. Oh, mine's Lionel. <laughs> Lionel. That was your dad's brother, wasn't it? It was absolutely. Anyway, uh, <laughs> listen, folks. Uh, <laughs> what are we doing? This is all very random. Yes. Appropriately enough, uh, while I email Jackie a big finish to make sure she puts the offer alive, which I know she will because she's super efficient. What a star! Ja- yeah. Jamie will explain how you get your discount with his interesting adaptation of the script. I'm going to change it up. Well, yes, here we go again. It's very much a case this week of choose your own adventure. Go to bigfinish.com or search for Big Finish on Google, perhaps, and click on the relevant uh, search result to find your way to bigfinish.com. Once you're there, have a little browse, do what you like. But if you would like to get the randomised selectron offer, then what you'll need to do is find this particular episode of the podcast page. Now, there are several ways in which you can do that. Go to the homepage or you can click on the podcast tab. Uh, and find it there or you can click Mm. audiobooks and find it in the Big Finish podcast range so it's up to you whichever one you'd like to do in fact you can do them all and go back in your browser and keep doing it until you're happy with how you got there once you've got there select this week's podcast (laughs) click read more and you can see what it says there it says the Randomoid Selectron also features uh, offering a 25% reduction Mm. on the selected release just click here and then to the offer code Mm. buck up now obviously you'll have to click the word here which is there in the Mm. description once you've done that uh, put the offer code in buck Mm. up that's b-u-c-k-u-p all capitals no spaces Uh, there must be a button to click yes accept confirm 
something and uh, then you'll get your offer 25% off of this randomized selection release mm. uh, uh, oh sorry well, well that was uh, simple yes yeah, so yes, yes. it is incredibly it, simple isn't it the, the, the way you make this offer available to listeners so uh, good luck getting that uh, th- thanks <laughs> Jamie and thanks Ran what a thanks, lovely Ran. selection bit of wraith in this there um, it's time now to go behind the scenes with the Ninth Doctor adventures respond to all calls spoiler free naturally I'm Helen Goldwyn and I am the director of Girl Deconstructed hope doesn't nag hope sits patiently waiting for you to believe it do you believe Detective Constable Jana Lee because I do there's a huge significance to Chris coming back to the role and and obviously it's our privilege at Big Finish to be able to enable that and, and obviously we've been trying to um, make that happen for a long, long time. All the doctors matter, they all have their own different significance but the significance for Chris is that he was the one that reignited uh, the enthusiasm and the excitement about Doctor Who when he was the originator of the modern series and I know that you know so many of our listeners came to Doctor Who because they just fell in love with Chris as the Doctor and so to have him recreating all of that eccentricity and energy the energy of his Doctor is so is so great it's such a privilege for us to be able to to kind of bring that back to the the fans the people that have been longing to hear him my name is christopher eccleston and i play the doctor i'm loving it i'm having a ball and i think you'll hopefully you'll be able to tell that on the recordings i mean that i think it's very important when you play this character that you enjoy it and i always did and uh, i'm really relishing it this is my first time hearing Christopher playing the Ninth Doctor so that's been a thrill in itself to hear him come back in as that character and I just think anything where the Doctor is being eccentric and alien so because there are moments where he's quite human and then there are moments where you think oh no hang on he's completely (laughs) otherworldly and and Christopher does that so well and they come out of left field. And so any moments like that have been quite thrilling today. This is a script by the amazing Lisa McMullen, who's one of my favourite writers out of a slew of, of marvellous writers at Big Finish. And it's got great humanity and a great message behind it, really, about appreciating what you have, appreciating the people in your life while they're there, making the most of them, and not assuming that tomorrow is is guaranteed and it's just a really succinct beautifully beautifully poetic and imaginative piece i'm lisa mcmullen and i'm the writer of girl deconstructed you're compromising a missing person's investigation no i'm helping now i need to go and fetch some equipment if you're still here when i get back you can help too tatty bye for now It was so, so exciting to get to write for the Ninth Doctor, but also really, really quite daunting because Christopher Eccleston's return to the the world of Doctor Who has been so anticipated for so long that the idea that you might be the one to mess it up is just a little bit horrifying, but it's such a privilege and... I just feel really, really lucky to have got to do this. 
It's absolutely brilliant, this script. This script should be televised. It's incredibly concise, so easy to perform. It's so rich in human content, and yet that's balanced out with a beautiful science fiction element. It's an absolutely brilliant script. We love the Ninth Doctor because he brought it back from the dead. He regenerated the TV show. And so we are eternally grateful for, for him bringing new life back into it. But just, there's something about the energy that he brings to, to the role and the, the, the sheer joy that you get the sense from watching and listening to, to Chris that he's just having an absolute ball and it, it's infectious, it comes through the screen. You want to be traveling through time. That's, that's what it is. You, it, he, the way he plays the character, it makes you want to travel through time and space with him. So it was trying to capture that during the writing process, that, that joy and that love of adventure and helping and saving the world and being the hero, which was really good fun. And, and the humour, the, the, the comedy, um, which I love, and, and then trying to balance that with, with something a little more serious and a, a little more poignant. And of course you can find that. Uh, I'm just type respond into the search pane at bigfinish.com and you'll you'll find the Ninth Doctor Adventures Respond to All Calls. Uh, next week's podcast is entitled Philip, Daleks and Yeti. I actually typed yet, but I meant Yeti. Uh, we go behind the scenes. I don't know why I point out my own mistakes. No one would have known unless I'd no, said it. No, could have got away with it. I'm too honest. Uh, we go behind the scenes with uh, Philip Hinchcliffe Presents at... Uh, um, fantastic producer of Doctor Who from the mid-1970s comes up with storylines that he might have been interested in back in the day and usually Mark Platt adapts them into scripts. Uh, The script this time is The God of Phantoms. Also our latest early adventures box set featuring the return of the Daleks and the Yeti. Yes, with an eye on the end. We'll also be teasing you with the first 15 minutes of After the Daleks. It's a good title, isn't it? It is. It's very good. Yeah. Oh, well, I think we're coming to the end of this, aren't we? Which mm. is the end mm. of my lovely run. Thank you for having me on the podcast. It's been so nice to Aww. spend time with you all. I shall miss you all, listeners. Um, <laughs> don't forget to rate, review and subscribe this podcast, of course. Uh, and the marvellous, stunning, uh, top-notch Benji Clifford is returning next week to co-host with Nick. So um, I shall oh. go away. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for being here. Goodbye. Goodbye. Time now for the Ninth Doctor Adventures. Respond to all calls. Girl Deconstructed by Lisa McMullen. Dad? Oh, hello. This is Mr. McDonald, Marnie's dad. Dad? I was just wondering if she was with you. Only she didn't come home last night and it's not like her. Dad, I'm right behind you. Or or am I right in front of you? I don't know where I am. Have you got any idea where she might be? Um, everywhere. 
if you hear from her. Dad! Can you tell her she's not in any trouble? Dad, why can't you hear me? But to please come home. I am home, except, well, I feel strange. Okay. Everything is fractured, or I'm fractured. Uh, thank you. Goodbye. Hello, police, please. Why can't you see me? I want to report my daughter missing. I'm not missing. Marnie McDonald, she's 15. She didn't come home last night. I haven't left the house. I think she might have run away. I haven't. Dad, I'm here. I'm, I'm right here, Dad. Please, help me. Somebody, please help me. Don't get your knickers in a twist. I heard you the first time. Honestly, nag, 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 nag. A migration of the seraphim. Fantastic. Hang on, that's not right. What are you doing there? Talk about the long way around. You'd be quicker on a pogo stick. Unless this thing's stuck again. Somebody, please help me. Hello, who are you? Mr. McDonald, I'm Detective Constable Lee. Oh, uh, come in. You seem surprised to see me. It was you who called us, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, have you seen this? I haven't had time to watch the news. I've been too busy investigating it. You're my ninth house call this morning. We've been swamped. Well... Could you not be better utilised elsewhere? No need to send two of you. They didn't. Some parents who describe their children as having literally vanished into thin air. When asked for comments, the police... Have a seat, if you're stopping. The kettle's just boiled, if you'd like a cup. But if you need to get off, don't let me stop you. Mr McDonald, you did report your daughter missing, didn't you? I should have seen it coming. She's been hanging around the house with a face like a smack behind. When did you last see Marnie, Mr McDonald? Have I really to go through all this again? We haven't been through it once yet. Well, no, we haven't. Well, yesterday, we had a bit of a barney over something and nothing. There's been a lot of that lately. And she stormed off to her room. When I checked on her later... What time did you argue? About five o'clock. And what time did you check on her? About an hour later. I went to tell her that her tea was ready. What was it you cooked for tea last night? He never asked me that. Is it important? No, there's just a lingering aroma. So, you checked on her about six and she'd gone out. Any idea where? No. I called a couple of people, but I don't know most of her friends these days. And she hasn't taken her phone, which is not like her. She never stops texting. Hmm. We can access her contacts, call round. Why did you wait until this morning to report her missing? Has she stayed out all night before? 
I didn't realise she hadn't come home. I thought I heard her moving about in her room last night. But you didn't check? Well, I didn't want to start another row. I thought, she's home, safe and sound, we can scream at each other in the morning. But this morning, she didn't get up. And when I went to see, her bed hadn't been slept in. I'd like to have a look at Marnie's bedroom, if I may. Of course. Your colleague's already up there. I'm sorry? What colleague? Shall I leave you two to it, or...? Hello. You're not Alan? I'm not, no. Should I be? I thought... Well, that's dangerous for a start. Where is Alan? No idea. Why don't you contact missing persons? I am missing persons. Oh, right. Well, you shouldn't need any help then, should you? Who are you? Shh. I beg your pardon? Nothing. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? There. I can't hear anything. There was a vibration. An almost sound. Someone or something is in here or has been. Look at the place. It's been ransacked. Actually, it always looks like this. Funny, Dad. There! The curtain moved. The tiniest fraction, but it moved. There's a breeze, so... Except there isn't. The window's shut. Triple glazed. So, what moved the curtain? I did. Can I see your identification? Absolutely. There you go. Who am I? Detective Superintendent John Smith. Yes, I am. Hello, hello, hello. What's all this, then? How come I've never met you before, sir? I don't know. Have you met everybody else in the universe? No, but I've met most people at the station. There you go, then. Most. I like most flavours of jelly, but I can't bear rumbleberry. Right. So, anything here to go on, do you think? That's our phone there. Whose phone? My daughter's. I know we're a bit stretched this morning, but have you been briefed on the case, sir? Of course I have, but the briefing was... Well, it was brief. I'll see what we can find on our phone. In the meantime, do you have a list of friends and places she might have been? We can make a start on those. I've already been in touch with everyone I can think of, but I've made a list. I'll fetch it for you. Hang on. Has someone gone missing? I'm not sure this is the time and place for jokes, sir. Hello? Is anybody there? Yes, I am. I can't hear you, but I know you're there. Hang on. What was that? That picture fell off the wall. That was me. That was me. I, did I did it. But I don't know how. Has anyone else gone missing from round here recently? Sorry, what's your name? Detective Constable Jana Lee, sir. Pleased to meet you, Jana Lee. And you are? Tuck McDonald. I introduced myself when you first arrived. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention then. I was looking for the Seraphim. The what? Doesn't matter. Now I'm looking for your daughter. You don't have to look far. Do you think you might find her? I'll do my best, and my best is pretty blooming impressive. Are we in Scotland? Are you being serious? I came down in a bit of a hurry. Came down from where? The Highlands? Bit higher than that. Whereabouts in Scotland? Dundee. Dangerous cake. If you ever find yourself having afternoon tea with Mary Queen of Scots, don't try to take the last slice. Nobody warned me it was a favourite. I'd have gone for a piece of shortbread if I'd known. Nearly lost a finger. You haven't answered my question. What question? Has anyone else gone missing from round here recently? I thought you were joking, sir. Why would I joke about something like that? Well, I don't know. You seem the type. Humour me. Talk to me like I've just dropped in from outer space. What are you investigating here? All right. It started about 10 o'clock last night. Mummy, it's just vanished. She was standing right in front of me. It's just vanished, like gone. Like just gone. Like gone. Something's happened to my sister. Please. I'm so scared. I've never seen anything like it. Never. One minute, we're having a laugh. 
How many? 62. In one night? In one hour. We better get cracking then. This spreadsheet shows the names, ages and locations of everyone who disappeared last night. All teenagers. But no trace of a rave or a party. No trace of anything so far. Dundee. Yeah, we're still here. So are they. What? Maybe there's time. Time to what? To save them. Can you open that window? Really? Well, it's not hot in here. Thanks. Did you grow up round here? Aye, about three streets away. Why? Show me. I don't live there anymore. Doesn't matter. Call it a hunch. Here, Dad. I haven't gone anywhere. What's happened to me? I keep thinking, what did I do? What did I say that was so bad that you'd want to run away? You never say or do anything, Dad. That's part of the problem. Oh, no. I didn't mean to. Is it broken? How did that happen? I got you that from the zoo. Do you remember? Piece of tat. I picked it especially. What'd she buy me this for? I thought you'd like it. Wasting our money on me. I wanted to get you a present. Like we had more money than sense. Because you scrimped and saved so I could go on that school trip and you never had anything nice. You can't pay the milkman with a china elephant. Didn't stop you trying though. Go on then. Throw it in the bin since you never liked it. Dad? Dad? Dad, are you crying? There, number 25. That's where I grew up. What's with the haunted house next door? It's not haunted. It's just empty. Nobody's lived there for years. You've got to admit, it does have a touch of the Scooby-Doo's about it. If you say so. Every town has a house like this. A house that children whisper about around campfires. A house that people hurry past. A haunted house. It didn't always look like this. Besides, houses aren't haunted. People are. Why can't both be true? What do you know about haunted people? Well, it's part of the job, isn't it? People whose loved ones disappear for no known reason. They're haunted. Not by a ghost, by an absence. It's worse than death, in a way. The not knowing, the nagging hope. Hope doesn't nag. Hope sits patiently, waiting for you to believe it. Do you believe Detective Constable Jana Lee? Because I do. It's a dilapidated old boarded-up house. Who are you expecting to open the door? Igor? No, don't be daft. He moved to Bridlington after the whole Frankenstein hoo-ha. Besides, what year is it? 2004. Uh, yeah, he'd be dead by now. I must catch up with him sometime. There's nobody there. We need to get inside. I can't even see inside. Don't be so defeatist. Have you got a screwdriver? Oh, I never leave home without one. Ha! Me neither. Except mine doesn't do wood. <laughs> This board is loose. So, what's your hunch? There we are. Do you know something I don't? Yeah, loads of things. Specific to this case. Stand back! I'll stay out here. 
Oh, are you scared to go into the haunted house? Don't be silly. Well, now, that's a big ask. Why don't you come in? Okay, you stay out there. Won't be long. You can stick your head through the window, at least. It looks just the same. Dustier, but the same. I used to play in here all the time as a kid. What's that? Screwdriver. Doesn't do wood, but it does do residual molecular disturbance. What's that when it's at home? It's that feeling you get when you think someone's behind you. But when you turn, there's nobody there. Residual molecular disturbance makes you shiver like somebody's walked over your grave. It's what makes a house feel haunted. Oh, please. There's no such thing as ghosts. I agree. But people don't just disappear from one place without turning up somewhere else. We just need to find them. Mm, you should be a detective. I am, aren't I? I'm beginning to wonder. Interesting. What? People don't just disappear, but what if they did? What if they're still here, but we just can't see them? So now we've moved from ghosts to the invisible man. Do you mind if I call someone to check your credentials? Yes, I do, actually. Out of the way, I'm coming out. All right, you're right, I'm not with the police. I knew it. I'm with a government agency that investigates unexplained phenomenon. Really? Really. Even if that were true, which, not gonna lie, I very much doubt, you're compromising a missing person's investigation. No, I'm helping. Now, I need to go and fetch some equipment. If you're still here when I get back, you can help too. Tatty bye for now. <sighs> This floor holds up. Right, let's see if this works. Hello? Is somebody up there? Only me! Who's me? Bit busy right now. How did you? Where did you? How did you? You're gonna have to narrow it down, I'm afraid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bark at the end there. That's great.